Welcome to the West Virginia Writers Podcast, a service of West Virginia Writers Incorporated, the Mountain State's largest all-volunteer nonprofit organization dedicated to writers. Established and incorporated in 1977, West Virginia Writers continues to support writers and writing statewide through program sponsorship, an annual writing contest, and an annual summer writers conference. This podcast is dedicated to promoting the organization, its members, and events, as well as writers throughout Appalachia and beyond. And now, here is your host, Eric Fritzhughes. Thank you, Gertrude and Ola listeners. Welcome to Episode 63 of the West Virginia Writers Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fritzhughes. This episode, we're taking a break from the poetry recorded live readings for April's National Poetry Month to let you know of some happenings with the West Virginia Writers 2012 Summer Conference. That's going to be taking place June 8th, 9th, and 10th of 2012 at Cedar Lakes Conference Center in Ripley, West Virginia. This will be the 34th such conference in our organization's 35-year history. It's always a great time to come out, attend workshops by amazingly talented writers, editors, publishers, and more, from prose to poetry to stage plays to screenplays to nonfiction and all points in between. Registration has been open since March the 1st. However, many people like to know exactly what they're getting before registering, so here to give us the skinny on some of the big-picture details for the conference is our organization's president and conference director, Kat Pleska. Kat, as you may know, has been a previous guest on the podcast. She teaches English at West Virginia State University and is the director for the WVSU Writing Center. She's also a regular contributor to Wonderful West Virginia Magazine and a regular essayist for West Virginia Public Radio. Kat Bleska, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Eric. I'm glad to be here. Before we start talking about the conference, you recently made a pretty big announcement for West Virginia writers regarding the upcoming West Virginia Writers Inked Anthology that's being published by Woodland Press, and you announced the writers of our state who have been selected to appear in it. Yes, I did. The submissions for that anthology closed on December 31st, and then I've been busy this spring choosing among the 173 entries that I received. And I was happy to announce just shortly after March 31st the submissions that I'd selected and those people, those West Virginia Writers members that I had selected. And there are a total of 27 of those, and the anthology working title is West Virginia Writers, Inc. right now. And the genres covered, uh, uh, fiction and nonfiction and all kinds of genres and uh, poetry, even some poetry in there. So um, we have a wide variety that really represents the diversity of the West Virginia writers. Uh, and um, I'm really proud to be able to post all of those authors who've been selected and you'll find that on our Facebook feed, as well as on our blog on West Virginia Writers' uh, website, and probably other areas. Oh, and yes, in, in the newsletter, upcoming newsletter, which should be out uh, in early May. It's an impressive list of creators on there, and I was, was really astounded at uh, how many of them I knew and how many of them I knew whose work I know is top quality and it's going to be an amazing anthology when it comes out. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm very grateful to uh, my editor, my co-editor, Michael Nost, uh, who is a, uh, works as a senior editor for Woodland Press, and especially Keith Davis, uh, the uh, publisher of Woodland Press. Well, we're just a few weeks away from the 2012 West Virginia Writers Summer Conference. 
as a former president myself, I, I know that about this time is when all the, the details start to, to really coalesce. And, and, you know, this thing has been being planned since last year's conference. That's absolutely and right. I, and I know the amount of work that you've put into this. Oh, it's, it's hundreds of hours, but it's well worth it because it's, um, our, our workshops are just absolutely astounding in terms of especially of the quality of the presenters who love to come to our conference and present uh, workshops. And we have some uh, spectacular presenters this year, and um, we have some fantastic uh, entertainment that will be coming up. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about uh, those presenters who are going to be here this year. Yeah, what are some highlights uh, folks can expect? Okay. Uh, well, we have some uh, a few perennial uh, favorites coming back, such as Belinda Anderson, who is always a, an excellent uh, and well-loved workshop presenter. And she'll be presenting workshops on the middle grade uh, for middle grade writers uh, this year, the challenges and pleasures of that. And another favorite will be returning this year, Brad Barkley. He's a, a novelist and short story writer. And he's also lately been writing uh, young adult novels. And he's going to also be offering workshops on writing for uh, young adults. And I'm very excited to have our poet here this year, uh, Laura Tracy Bentley. Uh, she's going to be offering um, workshops in uh, poetry. And that's kind of a track type of poetry. The first one is called uh, The Hocus Pocus of Poetry, where you begin working on on some poems, and then you come to Hocus Pocus uh, Part 2, where you can continue with those poems and uh, refine them. And I'm really excited to announce that uh, my good friend and fellow creative nonfiction writer, uh, Jeanette Eberhardy, who hails from Boston, is going to be with us this year, providing us with three fabulous workshops. Uh, she is going to be writing one on nature writing, uh, and then there'll be one on the personal essay, in particular food writing, uh, spiritual and food writing. And often those two come very close together, as we can be very spiritual about our food in this state. And she's also going to be offering a third workshop, and I highly recommend folks come to that, especially because you're going to be learning how to make your own books, your own little chapbooks. And believe me when I say they're beautiful, beautiful specimens that she'll, she will teach you how to make. And you can go home with a kit and do it on your own. And I'm also excited to say that we have uh, Sue Hyla L. Attar, who's going to be coming to us all the way from Atlanta. And she's going to be presenting workshops uh, for adults and for teens on playwriting. And there'll be some more information coming along on a workshop that she especially wants to tar target for teens and playwriting. And hopefully what they will do is create their own little play that they will perform on Saturday night after the banquet, and just shortly before the uh, music entertainment. So we're really excited about that. And Suhaila is actually a friend of mine who I knew from high school oh. in Starkville, Mississippi. We both knew one another in high school and college as well, and I've acted in a number of plays. She's played my wife on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell Ashley? <laughs> well, I, you know, you start thinking about these things, and I was like, you know, of the ladies on this planet who I have kissed, I have <laughs> number two on that list is probably Sue Hyla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure Ashley's very understanding. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> She's at least in the top top five there. I'm imagining, but 
Yes, yes. Well, our own treasurer, Christine, Christina Freeburn, and uh, our dear, dear Pam Hansen, who hails from Nebraska now, is going to be coming in, and they're going to be doing a workshop on uh, going indie with ebooks. And I think a number of people are going to really appreciate uh, that workshop. Uh, you know, how do you get into the ebooks? How do you get into the self publishing and that sort of thing? And they're also going to be doing one on time management, which is always a challenge for every writer. And returning after a couple of years is Mark Harshman. Uh, he's a children's writer, a very well-published children's writer, and a poet. And he'll be also be offering a workshop on revision, that, that word that we often hate to think about, but which is actually a blessing to all of us writers, to be able to revise our work and make it perfect. And uh, I'd also like to mention that a dynamic duo of Jeff and Karen Fuller will be offering a couple of workshops for us on on various and sundry craft-type items about fiction. So I'm excited to have them both here. And this year um, we have formed a liaison with the Pearl Buck uh, Foundation. And um, our reciprocity is that we will be um, teaching workshops at one another's workshops. And this year we have um, our beloved Eddie Pendarvis, and her partner teaching these workshops with the foundation will be um, Jolie Lewis. And they will be um, offering some workshops on um, uh, short stories uh, and on food writing. It's all related to Pearl Buck's works, you know, our first lady uh, of literature. So that's really going to be exciting, and the workshops sound just fabulous. And we can't forget Marie Manila, uh, well-known around the States, especially for her just published book, Still Life with Plums. She's going to be coming and offering workshops on short story writing. And she has a new novel coming out this fall, I think it's in August, uh, called Shrapnel. So it's wonderful to have her here. And we do have an agent coming to us this year. It's Joy Held. And she will be offering pitches. Um, she um, edits for Secret Cravings Publications. And she will be looking for uh, work on fiction and nonfiction. And we will have that pitch information coming in our newsletter and, of course, on Facebook and also on our website. So stay tuned for that if you uh, want to get your manuscripts ready for that. And speaking of manuscripts, we will also be offering some manuscript evaluations with some of our authors this year. And more information will be coming on that uh, as well. So stay tuned for that. We've got a lot of exciting things. And we'll have a number of other conference-based podcasts on the way between now and then. So we'll have new news dropped in during those as well. Absolutely. And I don't want to forget saying at this time that we are going to be joined by our literary maven, Phyllis Wilson-Moore and her husband, Jim, who will she will be offering a workshop on the coming-of-age literature in West Virginia. And a couple of the people that she's going to work, whose work she's going to be talking about is none other than Lee Maynard, who will be with us this year as our keynote speaker and as also the workshop leader, and June Berkeley, who's been a workshop leader many times. So um, Phyllis's presentation we're really looking forward to. It's just going to be absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I've been looking forward to, to seeing Phyllis at a conference again. Um, she and I have spoken on the phone and met in person, and she served as the producer of the interview with Jamie Gordon that we had last November. And um, just as far as knowledge yeah. of the writers of the state, you don't get better than Phyllis Wilson Moore. 
That's absolutely the truth. Now, one of the things we did last year that there were a number of different readings during the conference are we, and I have a number of them recorded, and they will be um, put out as podcasts, and some of them already have. Um, do we have any more of those in the works? Yes, we absolutely do. I I will be preparing a list and putting on the schedule here pretty soon all of the authors who uh, want to schedule readings during the conference. And so pay close attention to uh, the conference schedule when it comes up, and you'll be able to schedule your time to come and hear some of your some of your favorite authors. I wanted to mention that on Saturday night after the banquet, um, Lee Maynard will also be reading from his new book, The Scummers, which is coming out this month, uh, from West Virginia University Press. And he will be accompanied by Pops Walker. Um, and then after Lee's um, reading with Pops, um, Pops Walker and his special guest, Kippen Martin, will be performing uh, music for us uh, on Saturday night. And people may remember them, they remember Pops from past conferences as well as the composer of the theme music of the show. Um, yes, absolutely. It wasn't the theme music of the show when he composed it, but he very graciously has allowed us to use it. <laughs> and, uh, but Kippen yeah. Martin is one of musicians that he is associated with in uh, his neck of the woods up in Luray, Virginia. And uh, she came down and was just tremendous a couple of years ago, and it's great to have her back. Yes, absolutely. I keep I keep advertising her as having the voice of an angel, and I think that's just absolutely it's just absolutely what you hear when you listen to her. And um, but we also have another music group coming this year, which we're very fortunate to be able to invite back. Doug and Talisha Williams, and I always think of Talisha as that Patsy, just channeling Patsy Cline, mm-hmm. and you know Patsy Cline as a bass player. <laughs> Patsy Cline as a bass player. Let's all picture that now. Let's have an image of that. It's just wonderful. She and Doug um, moved to Nashville, and I'm sure they're they're um, they're just they're just rising stars, uh, and uh, and it's exciting to have them back. And they're going to be performing for us. On Friday night, right after Steve uh, Goff, our um, um, MC slash comedian, will be providing some more improv comedy. Yeah, I actually talked to Steve earlier today, and I think the theme of this year's portion of the entertainment that he's heading up is a a West Virginia Writers radio broadcast. And so you're going to see, kind of like we did in the first hour of of, um, the Friday Night Entertainment last year, where there are different people come in to do different acts, essentially, mm-hmm. but uh, or, or readings and whatnot. But the 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 framing sequence of it is going to be of a radio broadcast, so you'll still have some radio bits throughout it as well. And Steve and I are working on uh, coming up with some material for that. Yeah, that's wonderful. And he told me that you were going to be he was going to be working with you. So I'm sure the evening is going to be just fantastic. If people would like, they can go to our YouTube channel. If you just search for West Virginia Writers on YouTube, you can find the West Virginia Writers YouTube channel. And on there, you can see the entirety of last year's Friday Night Entertainment, which was an evening of of both readings as well as improvisational comedy in which you and I got to participate. Yes. And I wound up doing some things I did not expect to do. Or, <laughs> and, and, and it's one of those things where, you know, I... It, Specifically, the singing improv, where they give you a topic 
and a couple of beats that you need to have in it. And Doug and Talisha Williams accompanied us musically. And then you got to get up there and sing it. And, you know, I'm used to singing songs to my dogs. I have a whole catalog of songs about beating dogs, which I (laughs) sing to my dogs, um, keeping them on their toes. But (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) when it comes to uh, the improv scene, as we had last year, that was definitely a a journey that was not without risk. And it turned out very well, I thought. Yes, Um, it did. And by the audience reaction, I believe that's the proof is in the pudding there because they were laughing continually. So if you want to see some people walking on a tightrope who (laughs) may or may not fall off, um, this is a a good year to to come back and, and check that out on Friday night. As I said, you can watch the video footage of last year's Friday Night Entertainment. And we're going to have one of Doug and Talisha Williams' songs as a video posted to the YouTube channel. They Mm -hmm. gave me permission to post one of their songs. and But they themselves have their own YouTube channel, so it's not like you can't find material by Doug and Talisha available online and check out their music because they're tremendous too. Yes, absolutely. Before we wrap things up today... I wanted to talk about a, a scholarship that has been established this year uh, in memory of Richard Lewis, who was a previous podcast guest here from a couple of years back, but he was a, a longtime board member and supporter of West Virginia Riders. And I knew him from the Lewisburg area when we lived here before. And unfortunately, he passed away this past year. So now that we're back in the Lewisburg area, I really miss the presence of Dick Lewis. He was our parliamentarian. He was first vice president, and he was a heck of a treasurer. And for six years was a major part of the board of directors, would do anything for West Virginia writers that was asked of him. And his family and the current West Virginia Writers Board has established a needs-based scholarship to be given for the 2012 West Virginia Writers Conference, which will include the three-day registration, room for Friday and Saturday meals for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and the banquet, and also a membership or membership renewal for the 2012 to 2013 year. Basically, the way that, that this is being put together is through essay submission. So people interested in applying for the scholarship, 18 and older, may do so by submitting an essay about writing interests, benefits anticipated from the conference participation, and a short biography. And uh, we'll have the address that that can be mailed to is available on our website, on the blog, and on the Facebook page as well. So we, we ask folks to check that out if you are in need of assistance in getting to the conference this year. Uh, Dick Lewis would have been proud to be a part of that. Oh, absolutely, and I think it's a wonderful tribute to to Dick. And speaking of tributes, um, we're going to have this year a, a special memorial um, presentation uh, for uh, specifically for Dick Lewis, uh, also um, longtime uh, West Virginia Writers uh, um, member and uh, beloved poet Ethan Fisher, who passed away just recently, and also um, in recognition of our state. Uh, poet laureate uh, Irene McKinney, who just recently passed away as well. And um, stay tuned to the schedule on that, and you'll see that we have a little special uh, uh, program uh, planned just for them. Well, the schedule is being assembled and will be on the website sooner rather than later, and 
as, as it stands right now, people can go and see the workshop descriptions and the descriptions and bios for the presenters this year and get an idea of exactly what's going to happen at the 2012 summer conference. Kat Pleska, thanks for talking to me on the podcast this week. Oh, you're welcome, Eric, and thank you for the opportunity. Before we end today's show, allow me to offer some instruction to those of you who've never been to a West Virginia Writers Summer Conference before, or who have just forgot the process since last year. Don't feel too bad if you're in that camp. I'd be in there with you, except I have a piece of paper in front of me with all the details. Pre-registering for the conference is always appreciated, but is not mandatory by any means. A great many of our attendees turn up on the day of the conference they'd like to attend, pay the admission fee, and hit the workshops. However, we do appreciate pre-registration because it gives us an idea of how many folks might be coming. That can be pretty important to know when you're having to order goodie bags to hand out. The other major reason for pre-registering is because if you plan on staying at Cedar Lakes or eating meals in the dining hall there, you do have to register for them with Cedar Lakes in advance. There are only so many rooms available at Cedar Lakes and they only make enough food in the dining hall to cover the number of people they're expecting to eat. Actually, that makes it sound kind of like they're cannibals. Um, I guess really they only make enough food in the dining hall to cover the number of people they're expecting to eat there. No, that still does. Number of people they're expecting to dine there. Ah, that works. So, if food and shelter and not being eaten by cannibals are important to you, please see the Cedar Lakes registration form available at our website. They have rooms to suit all price ranges from the hotel-like rooms in Holt Lodge to the dorm-style rooms of the cabins to even bunkhouse-style rooms, which I've actually stayed in before, and they worked out pretty good. Their form also spells out all the details on the various meals they're offering, allowing you to choose the exact meals you'll need for the number of days or even hours you'll be there. This also includes the meal ticket for the awards banquet on Saturday night. So if you would like, you can choose either the baked steak or the stuffed chicken, both of which are tasty and excellent. Please do be sure to choose one of those if you plan to attend the banquet, because each year Cedar Lakes has to phone lots of people who don't make a choice, and this takes up a lot of their time and limited resources. Speaking of which... It should be noted that Cedar Lakes is only taking registration via this form, which can either be mailed into them or faxed into them. Please do not call Cedar Lakes and ask to make reservations over the phone, because they'll simply offer to mail you a registration form with which you can do so. They're very nice people, but they're very serious about keeping a paper trail. Now, this might seem unnecessary in this age of miracle and wonder and phone app conference registration, but all that stuff costs a lot of money, and this place is run by state government. It's easier, therefore, for Cedar Lakes to make sure you have a room and food if they have the registration form in hand. Otherwise, rooms and food have been known to get lost in the shuffle, and then nobody's happy. While you're at our site checking out the Cedar Lakes form, go ahead and fire the old Adobe Acrobat up and have a gander at the West Virginia Writers form. It spells out the pricing structure for the conference, which can be purchased for all three days of the conference to as few as one day for the conference, and all combinations in between. For instance, you could come on Friday and Sunday if you wanted, skipping all the fun on Saturday. You wouldn't want to, but we've made it possible to do so if you'd like to punish yourself. 
Furthermore, you can actually register for the conference online via PayPal, and then you won't have all that hassle or cost of a stamp of mailing in your form. So again, rooms and meals are taken care of through the printable form for Cedar Lake's registration on our website and not the phone. Conference registration is taken care of through our online form or in person at the door. And both forms, once again, can be found at wvwriters.org. We'll soon be posting the conference first-timers guide that provides a basic primer of what you'll need when you come to the conference, in case you've never been there before. Next time on the show, we'll have another recorded live reading of poetry, this time coming from the summer conference last year. It'll give you an early taste of the kind of thing you can expect to find at the West Virginia Writers Summer Conference. Our opening voiceover was provided by Marcus Vowell. Our show's theme music is used with permission by its composer, Pops Walker, who will once again be in attendance at this year's summer conference. This podcast has been produced by Mr. Herman's Production Company Limited and was recorded atop a hill in Greenbrier County. <laughs>